Welcome to Exploring the Industry, where we find out what God's doing in the entertainment world. I get to interview Christians from various entertainment industries. They share their stories of faith and transformation with you and I. I'm hosting people from many different backgrounds to share what God is doing and where he's shown up most in their lives and their careers through their highs and lows. We're believing to influence the narrative of how Christians perceive what God's doing in the entertainment industry around the world. If a picture is worth a thousand words, their story is worth a thousand sermons. Come join the conversation and welcome to the show. Nancy Vu is the mastermind behind the Nancy Vu Couture Collection and Fashion. Her work is prominently featured by such magazines as Vogue, Elle, Harper Bazaar, and Ivy Magazine. She has been on the runway of all major fashion events in the past few years, Fashion Week LA, New York, Paris, and more. Driven with purpose and passion through her relationship with God, Nancy has managed to elevate her brand from its humble roots to international status. Her success has been monitored by major publications. She has been blogged, was an inspiration today by Silicon Valley Business Journal, while San Francisco Business Times recognizes her as woman on the move. Women's Networks has awarded Nancy with her Inspirique Award for her ability to empower women both locally and globally, while breaking barriers as a leader who paves the way as an example of how we can live boldly and embrace creativity while giving back to the community. Nancy Vu's platform is growing rapidly, and one could say it's been an overnight success. But more than her fashions, it's Nancy's heart and her vision that has set her apart. Inspired by her faith, Nancy's mission is to let the young generation know that no matter what their circumstance, they are deeply loved of royalty and belonging to the one true king. Nancy's fashion statement encourages and embraces strength and diversity. Within her short launch, Nancy has already made big waves impacting lives through multiple partnerships with charities and most recently with her campaign, Empowering Children with Cancer Through Fashion. Today, we're going to explore how Nancy heard from God powerfully to leave her career in finance and go into the fashion world. We're going to have a conversation about how hungry those in fashion world are for identity and how God has brought miracle after miracle to position Nancy to be a voice in a very unique industry. Welcome to Exploring the Industry. I'm your host, Sean Bowles, and I'm here with Nancy Vu, a fashion designer, and I'm so excited about this. We're here. Yes, I'm so excited to be here, Sean. I mean, we had kind of just a God synergy moment when we met. It just felt like such a God thing. And I think it's because I can't wait to be your cheerleader for the rest of my life. Oh. <laughs> wow, that's really sweet. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, I'm, I'm so honored to be here. Oh, I think a lot of people are watching. Um, they may not know how big God is in fashion and how much he cares about yes. fashion. And I think of the Old Testament and so many of the garments that he had the, the priests build or had the artisans and craftsmen build were so delicate and detailed and so full of this creator, God, the creator's nature. Yes. And you are a fashion designer. You're doing this. Yes. And you know, interestingly, Sean, if we go back to Genesis, who was the very first designer, fashion designer? God. Was God. Was he God. made clothes for Adam and Eve. That's so good. Yeah. That's amazing. I never thought of that before, ever. So I think I'm kind of stumped on it. That's amazing. He did. Yes, he did. Okay. So let's start at the beginning because you... We're not always a fashion designer. Yes, no. <laughs> you were in the you were in the financial world. That's and right. I love how you were in finances and you started to make a departure from that, but not for fashion. You were actually you have four beautiful children. Yes. So you were gonna go and be kind of in a season of mom, like even stay at home mom? That's right. Wow. So what happened? Um, so in the process of the transition, I went to this woman's faith-based conference and there was thousands of women. Um, and wow. I was sitting with 14 of my friends and sisters and suddenly I heard a voice, a very clear audible mm -hmm. voice that spoke to me and said, do you know your daughter? And right when the voice spoke, everything shut down. I couldn't see anyone anymore. I couldn't hear anyone. Oh, wow. And I just saw a screen roll before me as like I was sitting in a movie theater that big. And on the screen was my daughter, Isabella's face, my older daughter. And in my spirit, I replied back and I said, of course I know my daughter. Mm -hmm. That's Isabella. And the voice came back and said, well, your daughter, along with every other little girl in America, dream of wearing this beautiful, exquisite gown simply to be a princess. And then I saw on the screen my daughter twirling this beautiful gown. Mm. And I said to myself, I said, of course, every little girl wants to be a princess, even us ladies. But it has yeah. nothing to really do with the title of the princess. It has to do with what comes with being a princess, being valued, being loved, having dignity. And suddenly the voice came back and said, well, what about all the other children in the world? 
who all wow. long to be a princess, but they can't even fathom of a gown. They're thinking, am I going to have food? Am I going to have shelter? Yeah. And suddenly in that moment, I saw children from every nation, children on their deathbed, children being abandoned, abused, wow. trafficked. I saw children running around naked because they had no clothes, children just going through dumpsters looking for food. And in that moment, my heart just sunk, Sean. And I, I felt like I was carrying the weight of the world. Mm -hmm. And I know it was probably a second, but it seemed like eternity in that mm -hmm. moment when you're, when you're, what you're seeing. And the voice came back to me and said, start designing, reach out to these children and tell them wow. no matter what their circumstances is that I love them and that they are a true princess to the one true king. Wow. So it's really all about identity. Yeah. And, and right at that moment, I said, wow. I said, and just so you know, seven years ago, I didn't even know how to sew. Wow. Yeah, I don't even oh sew gosh. today, too. But in response <laughs> to the voice, I said, wow, what a great idea. I'll mm. start, because I'm about to be the stay-home mom, I'll start making headpieces, buy one, donate one to make a child feel special, and I'll sell it on Etsy. But I said mm. Etsy. The crazy thing is, God had already given me the first design to start our collection, I recreated that design the Lord gave me in that vision. So when you saw the vision, yes. you actually knew how to recreate it. I saw the dress and I later recreated it and I named it Isabella Gown. I love now that. that gown, before we launched our brand at LA Fashion Week, went straight into Vogue. So the I magazine. said Etsy, but God said Vogue. Yes. And it's You're still like, sitting on Etsy Vogue Mama website today. Or Couture. Yes. There you go. That's there you go. amazing. Yeah. God is so good. I remember so seeing good. that. And I just, someone had introduced me to your work before I met you. And when I saw it, I was like, it's everyone. Everyone who sees it is just like, this is so special. Yeah. It's the only way to say it is just, it's so special because it is so defining and it's such a, before and after fashion moment when you see it. It's not a normal, there's so much fashion. It's, it's hard to believe there could be so much new created because yeah. every fashion week feels like a little bit recycled or a little bit weird, Yeah. but there's new things emerging right now because we have a God who's always creative and he's right. living in people like you. And so I, when I saw it, I was so excited, so excited. So tell me about like what happened next. You're here, you get into Vogue. That's crazy in itself. What happened next? So, um, now, when the Lord said that to me, I really didn't know. I just gave him a yes, and that's really all he needed. So after that, the Lord started opening doors and allowing me to bring my daughter into the uh, model industry. Wow. Um, and then photography opened up. And soon, I was getting magazines from all over the world reaching out to me saying, we love your work. Um, and how many pictures did you have at that time or how many dresses or gowns? When they were saying, we love your work. I mean, you were just starting. Oh, so this was even before I started the fashion. I didn't even go straight into fashion. So okay. six-month leeway, I just simply, because I, you know, I'm now, now a stay-at-home mom, I honestly was thinking, I just want to make a couple hundred bucks a month to help with grocery, whatnot. And um, while I started photographing my daughter, I started posting it on Facebook. Okay. That's what started getting traction. Wow. And people started booking um, me for photography. Um, it was this website at the time. Um, who was the biggest children's clothing website. Wow. So I did the casting. I didn't even have a professional um, camera. I was didn't even know how to edit off of, like, I was editing off of Picasso, <laughs> Sean. Okay? Like, I didn't know anything. And, but, the behind-the-scenes story. <laughs> right. But I was given the opportunity. Wow. And so I said, I'm going to take it. So we booked about uh, 12 models. I flew to Seattle, Washington to do the shoot. I bought the professional camera. I just bought my Mac. And I'm like, Lord, I don't know how this works. I didn't read the manual but i know you've given me an eye and i know what beauty is so i just started shooting and from there she loved the work and my work started taking off and i started posting my work magazines started reaching out to me saying oh my gosh we love your work will you shoot for us wow. and they would give me 10 free pages um oh and it was gosh. just like and typically in the editorial world you have to shoot it then submit it Right. Yeah. There's no guarantee. But in my case, they were just saying they'll give it to Whatever me. Whatever you do. Right. So I started reaching out to um, design other designers, having them send me clothes and start styling, you know, um, the kids. And um, that's how photography started um, blooming. And at one point I was like, wait a minute, God, I thought you said designing. Mm -hmm. What's up with photography? It's just falling on my lap. And the Lord said, I just gave you your platform to launch your line. 
I said, oh my gosh, wow. So now, you know, I was in the industry. I had the press connection, the media connection. I had um, children who loved to model. I, um, you know, I I had the skill of photography and um, and even the funds to launch the brand because now I'm a stay-at-home mom. No one ever gave me a check to say, here, start a business line. So um, that's how that um, launched. So uh, that was about, my original counter was in um, May and then in um, Jan- December was when the Lord told me this. Oh my gosh, so fast. Yeah, so it was less than a year. And so then, because after a while, I ran out of, um, I couldn't find other clothing um, brands that I wanted to shoot with. So that's when I had the idea, okay, God, it's time. I want I want to bring clothing that I actually like to shoot. Yeah. So that's how it all, all started. And so you just designed your first line. Yeah. Just- oh, and it was so crazy, Sean, because um, so I didn't know how to sew, but God said um, to basically um, to to now's the time. So I reached out to Style Fashion Week to launch my brand and um, they said, OK, well, here's the application. Send us three um, seasons collection. There's a whole approval process. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. I don't even have my first design done. <laughs> and so then I, to- I told her and she's like, I'm sorry, you know, that's not going to work. She's like, well, actually, send me what you have now. And I said, I haven't made anything. And, and so this is literally one month before the actual show, okay? And she said, well, send me your sketches. I said, I don't have it. And she said, I'm sorry, it's not going to work. And I said, wait. And she said, yes. I said, do you remember last season? And, and I said, do you remember um, um, Doll Cake Oh So Girly? And, and she said, yes. It was another brand that had showed. Well, I had helped her with the casting and everything. And so I said, do you remember the angel wings that walked the show? She said, oh, my gosh, it was the talk of the show. I said, I made those wings. And she said, no. I said, oh. I promise you the couture um, clothing brand I'm starting out with kids, it's going to far be better than those wings. And she said, let me talk to the team. Oh she talked gosh. to the team, came back, and she said, yes. She said, we're going to take a chance. So then she you know, said, well, here's the designer fee. And I was like, what? Like, I, I'm not, like, I'm not in a position to pay this. So I said, God, you said it was time. I went upstairs, fell to my knees um, beside my bed, and I was just praying. I said, God, if this is really you and you really want me to do this, have her take this in, down by half. Wow. So the next day she called me, and she gave me, because I had told her that I wasn't able to do it, she took it down the exact amount that I had asked for. Wow. And I knew that God was on this. And now I literally had about 30 days to build a whole collection. I didn't know how to sew. I didn't even have a seamstress. <laughs> I went out by faith, started sketching, yeah. started drawing, started buying fabric. And I said, God, I know you're going to provide. And so um, eventually the Lord led me to um, this lady who um, was able to um, make all of our dresses. And even that, um, the lady was a divine appointment because she herself graduated top of her um, as a fashion designer in America. And um, but she had gone through a period where um, she had retired and she had completely lost her vision. Couldn't even see. So she had to shut down her business because she couldn't see. She had a very successful um, fashion business before, but then the Lord healed her eye vision um, wow. in Australia um, at Hillsong Church. Yeah. And she was prophesied that your dream is not dead yet. Right? Oh my gosh. And so then she she connects with me. And so by third party, I ca- um, I've been waiting for her call because the lady wanted to give me her number. She's mm-hmm. like, no, she will call you. So I'm sitting here like, Lord, let her call. She calls. And I said, the first thing I say is, thank God you've called me. I've been waiting for you. Mm-hmm. So then she's like, what can I help you with? I tell her about the children's line. She says, no, I'm sorry. I'm not into children's clothing. You know, I only do couture, you know. And I said, well, this is children's couture. But in the fashion world, you know, children's clothing is not so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So she, I said, okay. So she says, but can I ask you a question? I said, yes. She said, why did you say, thank God I called? I said, be, um, she said, are you a Christian or a Catholic? I said, I am. I said, I'm a Christian. And I said, thank God you've called because I've been waiting for you to call. I've been praying and asking and waiting for you to call. Wow. And she said, come to my house. Wow. And so from that moment, she was our first um, person who started um, bringing our designs to life. Wow. Well, we're going to talk about this and so much more in just a few minutes when we come back. You won't want to miss it. Come back and join our conversation. Hey, my exploring listeners, we now have three podcasts a week. You know about exploring the industry on Mondays and exploring the prophetic, which that's why you're listening on Wednesdays. 
Well, we're adding one more segment, one more podcast called Exploring the Marketplace. On Fridays, I'm here. I have a co-host, Bob Hassan. You're here with me. I'm here with you, Sean. I'm so excited we're doing this together. We're going to be talking and then also interviewing people. And then what else? We're going to be answering questions. That's right. So if you go to bowlsministries.com, if you, there's a banner, it should have my picture, but it probably doesn't, but it says <laughs> questions for exploring the marketplace. Click on that and submit your questions. And we're already doing this. We've had a number of people submit their questions and we're already adding them in right now. So come listen, subscribe and get notified. And you get to hear Bob Hassan and I talk about exploring the marketplace. We're back on exploring the industry with my guest, Nancy Vu, fashion designer, and I'm loving this story because I think of how, you know, a lot of people think of someone who's going to go into fashion design or any of the entertainment industries, they start when they're two, you know, like they start when they're little and that's their whole dream all the time. And you just have this image of people who work in fashion as being very eccentric and not eccentric socially, but just eccentric in their personality. And I think one of the things I love about you is you're just so practical and you're so normal and you're just, you just feel like a friend to everyone who meets you. You're so kind hearted. And the God takes you out of this radical faith. You have 30 days to pay a whole fee and yeah. to also design a whole clothing line. And what happened? So I was really excited that um, the Lord was showing me that he was so on this. So I started by faith going out, buying fabrics, sketching designs. Wow. Um, again, I didn't know how to sew. I didn't have anyone to make it for me. Um, so I um, eventually... Um, I was praying and asking the Lord to connect me to the right person who can bring our designs to life. And um, so I met with this lady at the fabric store and she said, well, I have someone who might be willing to help you, but if you, she helps you consider yourself lucky and blessed. And so I said, great, can I have her number? She's like, no. I she's will take your, yeah, you. I yeah. will take your number yeah. and call her or, or, and she'll call you if she wants. So anyways, I was praying and waiting and waiting. And suddenly I get a call that I don't recognize. I pick it up and she introduces herself and, and um, I say, thank God you called. I've been waiting for your call. So she asks me, what can I help you with? And I tell her, I'm starting out this um, children's couture design and I would love to see if she can help me. And she says, I'm sorry, I only do high-end couture yeah. women's clothing. And so anyways, um, long story short, she said she wouldn't be able to help me. But before she hung up, she said, but can I ask you a question? I said, what is it? She said, are you a Christian or Catholic, why did you say, thank God I've called? Yeah. And I said, yes, I am a Christian. And I said, thank God you've called because I've been praying and waiting for you to call me. And she said, come to my house. Yeah. I came to her house and I showed her the designs and she was actually amazed. She did not expect this type of designs for children's clothing. And yeah. um, it is very striking because I feel it, like you don't expect that to be on children, but it's yes. so regal. It is. Yeah. Our, our brand is all about royalty, restoring yeah. identity. Um, and it's not like cute Disney princess costumes that would be in a movie. It's like actually true. It feels like something uh, a queen would actually Yes, wear. it's true yeah. couture. Yeah. Um, so... So anyways, so that's the beginning. And wow. she was the first person to help us bring our designs to life. And you talked about like there'd be nights where your kids would go to bed. You have four children. They'd all yes. go to bed. And you would turn on worship music and just ask God, just give me downloads. Just show me how to design these dresses. Right. What was that like? Did, I mean, did he come in, a, in an audible voice? Did he come inside and just show you? Like talk about creating with God that way. Um. So... There was multiple things. There was the business side and then the creative side. Mm -hmm. um, because I didn't know anyone, Sean, in the industry. I didn't know anyone in entertainment, fashion, nothing. And I didn't know anyone who had even gone before me. Um, so I was he heavily relying on the Lord. Yeah. So after I put my kids to sleep, I would just start soaking in worship wow. and spending time with God. It was just that one-on-one -on -one intimate time with the Lord. And as I spent time with him, he would download ideas to me and he would speak to me in that same voice that spoke to me at my first encounter. He, yeah. That voice would come back and instruct me and oh, tell me wow. exactly what to do step by That's step. Radical. He would say, um, I need you to email this person, tell them this, and they will reply back like this. Then you're going to take this and you're going to present it to this person. And this is what's going to happen. And I didn't know what to do. He was God was the only person I could rely on. So I, I followed instructions, and as I followed instructions, doors would just swing wide open, one after the other, and I would just walk through them. Wow. And so, so the day of the fashion um, week, yeah. when you were actually presenting your line, what was that like? Tell us about that. 
Um, okay, I, it, it was just, I just felt like, you know, when you're dreaming with God and you're, you're like, it, it was glorious, Sean. Like, just knowing that I felt like I had done everything I could up to this point and I had presented my best you know, to the Lord, like all of my gifts and talents that he had given me, I felt like I had put it everything into yeah. this collection. Um, and I was just so excited to present it to the king, you know, because wow. I knew that presenting the collection was the launch of our collection to, you know, the world. And but also I knew that I was presenting it before God, yeah. you know, so I, I was truly excited. The experience was phenomenal. Um, the the um, the testimonies that we got from moms coming back was amazing with how it um, really impacted their children and it was almost as if it was a transformational experience for their children mm. and even confidence began to rise i mean we have so many testimonies of children who were aspiring to get into the industry and once they started working with us god opened doors where they are now flourishing they're on yeah. nickelodeon um disney um national tv commercials so you I should mean, get a casting director fee as well right <laughs> <laughs> But walk us through like the actual uh, show because you, it's very creative. You're not, yeah. girls don't just walk down. Yes. You actually created an atmosphere. That's one of the things I love about you. You're very creative. So walk us through what did it look like? What was it like? Um, so we do a little prep preparation with the children beforehand, but I think a lot of it is before it's in the worship. It's in the time with the Lord. And we actually, um, um, anoint our garments. You know, wow. I, I really believe in the anointing, just like when Paul was in prison, you know, he yeah. released it and the handkerchief brought healing. So I believe that our garments will bring love and healing yeah. and a transformational experience. So in, in the preparation um, from the spirit realm, but then in the natural, we just love on the children mm -hmm. because a lot of our, our youngest model is four years old. And then we oh, go now, so we cute. you know, then in the beginning, it was up to teens, up to 18. But now we even do women's and men. Um, but in, in I love working with the children because i get a whisper in their ears before i release them so um my sister and i are always i release and she receives them oh, and I, I get to whisper in their ears how beautiful they are their true identity and i tell them to go out there and shine That's you know awesome. and, it, it, and it's just this really cool moment that i really cherish yeah. that i get to have with my models what happened in that fashion week was that there was such an incredible stir towards your line like it resonated yeah. with the industry and so you start to get calls and you start to get awareness of what you yeah. could bring to the table. And it was a before and after moment, really. Like this, yes. was, this was a launching point. So what launched? Like, tell us about like, since then, tell us about some of the projects. Tell us about what you, what you began to work on right after that. Um, so right after that, um, immediately we got calls from um, and emails from London. Um, just from magazines over there, um, Harper's um, Bazaar, yeah. uh, Glamour reached out to us, um, and um, even Brides Magazine. Uh, then we also, um, interestingly, I was driving one day and God said, FFF. And I said, FFF? God, what is that? Yeah. And God says, Faith, Fashion, and Film. I want you to merge these worlds together. Wow. So we created our very first uh, short fashion film. It's called Unto Me. It is. Which I still have not seen. I need to see this. Oh, okay. I have to send it to you. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very prophetic, very powerful. I wanted to use our couture fashion in such a way with the beauty in it that it would capture people's eyes. Mm -hmm. And then from there, um, deliver a powerful message. Um, and, 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 and again, it's all based on Unto Me. It's about stopping for the one, um, how love brings transformation from the yeah. garment of shame to the garment of glory. Um, wow. It's it's just, yeah. But um, what's neat is that you did this, and it's almost like a faith-based project, but for a secular market. Yes. And so it actually, it blipped on the map, and then all of a sudden it won an award, like a short film award. Y yeah, it actually won four awards already. Oh, four awards. Yeah, so three awards here in Film Festivals in America and one in Cannes. It was the Global Short Film Awards. It's um, held at the same time at the Cannes Film Festival. Because I think a lot of people might hear you talking, and because you are such a person of faith, and you're saying, I'm anointing the garments, I'm getting yeah. downloads from God. A lot of times when people use that language, what comes out of that is a lesser effort. 
Yeah. And they're seeing, of course, we have the visuals up. So they're saying it's not a lesser effort. It's actually a God effort. It's, yes. It's not an imaginary effort. It's actually something that God ordained and has brought in a very unique way to the market. Tell me about like how do your intersection, because you didn't know anyone in the fashion world. And no. all of a sudden you start meeting people in the fashion world. What was that experience now that you're introduced in the fashion world? And you start to meet all these people and these magazines are calling you. You're featured in all kinds of magazines. I mean, like Harper's Bazaar and Vogue. Yeah. What was the reception? Like, what was your interaction? How did they start to respond to you? Because now you're in environments with them all the time. They're at your fashion shows. You're at Fashion Week together. You guys are at film festivals. Tell me some of the interactions of other people when they were seeing your your brand, they were seeing your clothes, whether it was other fashion designers, whether it's people in industry, photographers, magazines. Talk about that a little bit. So one of the experiences was when the chief editor of Brides Magazine uh, London reached out to me and she said, I've fallen in love with your brand. I just happened to stumble across it. Can you please send me these images in high resolution? I would like to feature you. And um, so I was so excited. I said, sure, of course. So I sent her what she um, asked me. I didn't know what she was going to do with it, okay? Yeah. But um, when spring comes along, um, I find that she puts us on cover mention. (laughs) And I'm like, what? And on cover mention, it says kids go couture. And I, um, as as I'm looking at it, I'm so excited, Sean. And I'm in my home right now, the corner of my home where I'm working. And I literally get up and I do the happy dance. And I'm like, oh my gosh, God, this is so exciting. And in it, she writes this beautiful article, Love at First Sight, you know? And I'm like, God, I'm so excited because this whole time, I'm running with this, like, um, with this heart of just wanting to serve God in, in obedience, doing whatever God is asking me to do. And I'm like, God, this is so exciting because the sooner our brand gets out there, the sooner the awareness, the the sooner the, you know, the sales so that we can start doing the work that you've called me to do, yeah. you know, in those love sanctuaries and ending human trafficking. And so I'm so excited. And suddenly the Lord says, yes, this is for my kingdom, but I'm also doing it for you. Mm. And I totally slow down and I'm like for me God I didn't ask for this because the cost had been so much I mean this journey there's been such a big sacrifice and cost and even times when I've tried to negotiate in the earlier the first year where I was like Lord you know if you let me off anyways the Lord wouldn't have it and he said don't you remember and I said remember what God and he said it was your dream to be a fashion designer when you were just a little girl Wow, and I not remember that at all. No, not at all. And I wow. fell to my knees, Sean, and I started weeping and crying. And I was like, what God is this that I serve? That even when I forgot in my dreams of youth, that he actually remembered. Wow. And not only did he remember, he resurrected my dead dreams of being a fashion designer and personalized my calling, my ministry, my destiny to fulfill the dreams that he had actually infused in me when I was just a little girl. That's radical. It's yeah. almost like when you look at your pictures, you could see... The image of how he sees you. Yes. You finally received it. Yes. I think there's something so profound about that too as a creative person. And when God's doing something really powerful, he doesn't want to just have us do something for him. He wants us to do something with him. Yes. And the stuff that we create, I know some creative people who are saying, I hate looking at what I've created. Like a fine artist I'm friends with who... And he's a Christian. He's like, I hate looking at my art. And I'm like, that's not how God made you. You're like one of the most celebrated artists in popular culture, but you can't look at it because there's an identity issue inside of you Mm. that hasn't taken it on. You're serving God, but you're not doing it with him as a son. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that was so beautiful. That picture that I, I view through your story is like, you got to experience how much he loves all these children that he shares compassion with. But he wanted to internalize it to you. Love God, love your neighbor, love yourself. That's right. And you got to experiences love in that bridal magazine that experience that's so cool well we're going to come back in just a few minutes we have a lot more stories to talk about with nancy vu everyone needs someone to process their prophetic journey with them and we have created a new online mentoring platform where you can grow at your own pace where we help you develop your own spiritual journey of hearing god's voice i want to help be your mentor We have videos, interactive webinars, over five new videos each week. They're going to advance you in your journey and authority. We have so many special opportunities in this platform that you don't want to miss it, including all of our other e-courses coming for free when you subscribe. Come grow with me. Let me train you in your ability to hear from God and interpret what you hear and really bring applications so that your real life is affected by your spiritual faith. Go to bowlsministries.com and sign up under e-courses. We're back with fashion designer Nancy Vu. I'm so glad to be talking to you. I mean, this is such a powerful conversation because 
we were talking in the break about just the sacrifice of when you say yes to God over something that yeah. I mean, this isn't a market that's been deeply flushed out by Christians. There's been Christians who've been in it, but there's not people, especially in a couture market, you can't find people very easily that are leading in a design field that has this kind of relationship with God. Yeah. I'm not saying they're not there, of course they're there, but I feel like you're pioneering in something. And because you have four kids and you have a husband and you left finance to, to actually be a stay-at-home mom, but then you yes. didn't become one. Yeah. Uh, how has this affected your family and what's what's happening with your family on the family front? So I think um, it was definitely something very unexpected. Yeah. Um, and instead, when I had... It's funny because when I had tried to convince my husband to let me be a stay-at-home mom, he said to me, honey, you have too much talent. If you stay home, you'll wow. be wasting your talent. But I had convinced him that, no, honey, I'm going to invest it in the children. Well, funny thing is the Lord encounters me. And so now I'm off traveling and doing um, whatever the Lord is asking me to do and, and, and go. And so it has come with a very big cost. Um, yeah. As a mom of four, my children are still very young. I love yeah. them dearly. Um, but they're at an age where they still need me. And so it's in really discerning God. Okay, God, are you really sending me? Um, and, you know, as a family of six, being on one income in California, that that's not easy. Yeah, because you're still even a lot of people might hear like, oh, she's in all these magazines. She's doing all this stuff. And you're still on the end of building the brand. And a lot of people don't realize when you're building a fashion brand, it can yeah. take 20 years before you start to find. Um, we know it won't because of Jesus, but yeah. before you find a place of true return you know That's some right. entrepreneurial businesses it's five some it's two or three yes but fashion is one that you have to build an identity a brand identity and it's very different and you're doing it spiritually with god and so i think a lot of people would view it and go you're at every fashion week you're doing every you know and they would assume like the wealth is just raking in yes and god has blessed you with favor and opportunity and of course all the other stuff follows especially because of the calling for yeah. poverty and justice and these things but you're still in that season where it's not the, the accumulation of finances. It's all, it's all going out. It's not accumulating. It's an investment, actually. Yeah, it's an investment. And so it's been seven years of investing into um, our fashion business. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, I think a lot of people can relate to that who are watching going, wow, that's, that does take a toll. That's a price on not just you, it but really every does. family member. Absolutely. And so it's like, you know, the sacrifice of that. It's it. I think anytime we follow God, it's always a sacrifice. It's kind of like, are we going to, a friend of mine named Heidi Baker told me one time, she said, you know, I remember God asked me to do something I didn't want to do. And it was a whole, it would take years of my life to do it. And I said, what did you do? Like what? And she goes, well, I said, yes. Cause I knew I was going to die doing it, but I was also wow. going to die if I didn't do it. I'd rather die with God than away from him. Cause he could resurrect me. Amen. There you go. <laughs> I, remember going, I don't know if I believe that until you get in the seasons where you actually are dying in some areas yeah. where you're allowing, you're surrendering, you're That's allowing right. that. Well, um, some of the opportunities that have come are so, spectacular as far as the favor and which i know keeps that motivation in front of you to say yeah. god not only are you in this but this wouldn't happen without a god a true living god and so you've had experiences like you were at a shabbat dinner with a jewish man who just happened to look over and see your jewelry because one of the things you designed is jewelry and what happened um so we had had shabbat on friday night so actually saturday at midnight, this is the night before the Oscars, because I was down there to do a fashion show for the um, Oscars oh, wow. after party. And at midnight, we were sitting casually. They were in their robes. I was in you know, my pajamas. We were having tea, wine. And anyways, the Lord suddenly says, tell them about your logo. You haven't told them about your logo. Wow. So I said, okay, God. So I show him our, our logo and I go through, there's six components in it. And um, it's it's really, it wraps our, when you look at the logo, it's the heart of our brand. Um, anyways, after he looks at our logo, he stands up with this aha moment. Hmm. And he's very formal and he says, Miss Vu, I have a question to ask you. And I said, what is it? He said, are you ready to baptize others? And I say, reply, why would you ask me that? I've never baptized anyone nonchalantly because we're just casually having, you know, this um, time together. And suddenly he goes, it doesn't matter. Are you ready to baptize others? Oh. Suddenly it was so intense. And I realized he's really asking. And so immediately I go to the Lord and I said, God, did you send me here to baptize this man? And then I go, wait, am I even supposed to baptize people? And this is my process. And then yeah. the Lord says, he's so good. He responds to me. And he says, you don't even know what baptism means to a Jewish man. Ask him. 
So I ask him, what does baptism mean to you? And he says that Jesus is Messiah. Wow. And I about like, I'm like, what? I'm like, are you telling me that you want to accept him as your Lord and Savior and that he's your Messiah? And he said, yes. And I want you to baptize me. Wow. Yeah. It was just like, whoa, God. And immediately he said, I need to be baptized. And he just started confessing how he's a sinner. And he he was just like, I want to be baptized within the month. Please, I beg you, please baptize me within the month. And um, so, so later... Um, he shares with me, because I asked him, what compelled you to be baptized? He said, well, when you were sharing your logo, suddenly I saw the universe in front of me. Mm. And I heard a voice that said, oh, wow. Nancy Vu, baptism, Nancy Vu, baptism. So I took it oh, that God was God. speaking to me and telling me that I needed to ask you to baptize me. And, and it's all based on he, the logo. I mean, that's how powerful yes. when God speaks to you, even your logo can bring people to the Well, Lord. the logo, it was a direct download yeah. from God because when I first started, the Lord said, you need a logo. And remember, yeah. I was thinking Etsy, okay, at the time. Yeah. I'm like, what do I need a logo for, God? And God <laughs> An said, logo. yeah. And we God is like, <laughs> That's good too, but yeah. And God said, every big fashion brand has a logo. Wow. Dior has a logo. Chanel has a logo. Nancy Vu needs a logo. And I was like, okay, God, what is our logo going to be? So I asked God for the download and he gave me the direct downloads. And um, there's six components and it's, yeah. Wow. So he gave you the logo with six components. I think a lot of people need to hear that because God, again, we're going back into Basileo and Exodus was the first one who God breathed on and he breathed this Holy Spirit into. And so I'm giving Basil the ability to create everything I'm requiring with an artisan or a craftsmanship yes. that comes from me. So the first time God filled some of his Holy Spirit was it was Basil. And he was able to build everything for the temple and everything artistically. And we just don't realize how symbolism yeah. affects the human spirit. And so your logo affects the human spirit, affected this man's spirit. And the story of it caused him to connect to Messiah, Jesus as Messiah. That's wild. Yeah. Now, one of my other favorite stories that you tell is you got to meet a prince through your fashion career. Right. Let's talk about this. Um, so let me see. It was in the earlier years, uh, four years ago, I was doing a show at LA Fashion Week and I had ha handmade these crowns. And um, so Prince Lorenzo de' Medici um, walked by and he wow. was so drawn by the crowns, he walked in. Now, I didn't know who he was. Um, and anyways, um, so, but he's so drawn and he tells me that his wife is about to deliver. Oh. And so I gift him this crown. And of course, he introduces himself and stuff. And um, so he, so when um, uh, his wife delivers, he actually brings the crown to the hospital and um, he crowns her in oh. the hospital. And so um, just recently, she's now four years old, and he reached out to me and said, well, his daughter, Princess Madalena, is, is ready to model for you. And wow. um, he said, actually, she's going to be in um, Rome this December the 19th, and she'll be the youngest to ever be knighted. Wow. And um, so I asked, well, does she need to be styled? And he said, yes, I would love for you to style her. And so after this, actually, I'm just going to go meet them and style the princess and get her ready for her big ceremony. That's radical. Yeah, it, it's so crazy. I mean, just like you said, the favor that the Lord gives. And so the prince asked me if I have any interest in being knighted. I'm like, what? And he said, I would like to sponsor you and have you knighted along with my daughter, <laughs> Princess Madalena. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it sounds like a dream, right? But I mean, yeah. God is just so good. He's so I mean, good. This, is, this has gone a really far ways because you're talking about only seven years. Yeah. And now you're styling royalty and you're yes. styling high fashion and you're styling in so many different ways. And it really does speak of that servant nature of Jesus to, to kind of people in the world who yeah. they don't, you don't get audiences. Like they don't call me, but they'll call a fashion designer who they need to work with. And there's a voice you get to be in those circumstances behind That's the right. scenes. That's one of the reasons why I think this show is important because people get to hear that there is people who are in reaching princes and reaching princesses and, and working with people and they have a Christian perspective and you 
are pretty bold in your ability to share Jesus. And you've yeah. been sharing him a lot behind the scenes. And I, it's one of the things I love about you is that you are bold and you don't look at it as a sacrifice to share Jesus at all because he's the one who brought you here in the first That's place. That's right. Well, it's interesting because I didn't come into this industry thinking, oh, I'm going to become this, you know, I want to be a fashion designer. No. It, it all started with the encounter and it was all about identity. Yeah. as sons and daughters. And so I wouldn't be doing what I am doing now if it wasn't because of him. So you know, like you know? everything, make the most of every opportunity because it's his opportunity. Yes, absolutely. What's another opportunity he gave you? Um, another opportunity that the Lord has given is um, actually a while back ago, the Lord had promised me that he was going to give me my jewelry line. Mm. And, you know, to launch a jewelry line, that's, um, you need a lot of resources. Especially high end with real gemstones. That's right. Real gemstones. And so, um, by God's grace, he allowed me to meet, um, um, this beautiful lady. Yeah. And at this business meeting, she had attended our fashion show. She loved our fashion. She wanted to meet with us. And, um, um, at the, our meeting, I shared with her my story and what God had been doing. And she just seemed so interested and intrigued. Wow. And, and I, I could sense that she was hungry to have this relationship with God. So I just came in and I told her, you know, um, the Lord wants um, to have this relationship with you too. He loves you so much. And she completely opened herself. And right there and then in our meeting, um, she received salvation. And wow. she had had decades of not being able to sleep at night. And and um, I sensed that the Lord wanted to heal her. So I asked her, um, can we pray healing over you? Because I sense God wants to heal you. And she said, sure. We prayed over her. And surely enough, the Lord healed yes. her. And now she's sleeping throughout the night. And because this woman has encountered the Father's love through us, right, um, she's now compelled um, to just to 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 bless us to to want to be with us it's because of his presence it's because of what we carry you know that she's so drawn to and so i'm really excited um but yeah so now we're going to be launching our our jewelry line and this lady just isn't someone who can help me this lady is a woman of of great affluence and influence in asia she owns many many gem mines and so not like the lord's taking me straight to the source i mean forget about all the the middleman right it's like directly to the source I'm like, only wow. God can do something like that. I mean, only God gets your business partner saved. That's right. <laughs> there you go. And then you go into business with it. That's so cool. Right. Well, we have more to talk about, and I can't wait to hear some more stories from Nancy Vu. I sure hope you're enjoying exploring the industry, our brand new podcast in the Exploring series. We've explored the prophetic, now exploring the industry. Well, it's listeners like you who partner to us that make us be able to or enable us to be able to make these incredible podcasts and to create conversations that show you what God's doing behind the scenes in people's lives, especially in the entertainment industry where you don't normally get a God vantage point. And I love that these incredible people in film, television, music, and all the other industries are sharing such vulnerable stories of how God is doing things in their life and changing the world around them. And we want to continue to make these incredible conversations and to be able to speak this narrative into the body of Christ so we would have faith for what God can and will do. So please join our partnership. Or if you just want to give a one-time donation, go to bowlsministries.com and click on partner. Welcome back to Exploring the Industry. I'm so enjoying my conversation with my guest, Nancy Vu, who's a fashion designer and just has been seeing God move in powerful ways behind the scenes. Not just a fashion designer, but you're designing fashion for princes and princesses and you're designing fashion for high couture, high culture. And I think it's just so amazing. But you have some more stories. I'm going to go deeper into the stories because God raised you up for it's an Esther thing like for such a time as this with your obedient heart. So tell us some more of these stories because we were just talking again. I love that I get to talk to you in the break because I get to hear all these amazing stories. But one of the men that you had as daughters in your fashion show, he had an encounter with God. Yes, he did. Um, and this is one of my favorite stories. He's a very good friend, now a mentor to me. Um, actually. So when we first met, I was invited to his home and, um, you know, for a meal and he was coughing and I had asked him if I could pray for him, you know, and he said, no, thank you. So I just wanted to honor um, him and said, okay, well, I hope you feel better. Well, months later, um, he, we are now at our IMG show um, in New York 
and he and like ha- everybody's there in fashion IMG, so it's, it's yes, a huge show. This is where all the big designers yeah. show, um, and um, he's there um, as our guest. And after the show, he runs in the background looking for me, and I, I and um, he's just I can see him just fighting the crowd to get to me, and he reaches out his hand. I'll never forget this image, and he calls Nancy, Nancy, I have to talk to you, and so. I stop. And as I stop, I'm like, um, then I get pulled by my PR and my, um, my team. They're like, okay, you need, you need to go now. Forbes is waiting to, to interview you. You you need to go now. Right. And I'm like, okay, I have to go, but I'll be right back. And so he stood there waiting for me. And when I came out, he said, Nancy, there's no words to describe what happened out there. Mm. He said, I saw the glory of God fall on the runway. I mean, is that language he would ever use? No, I mean, no, because the last time I asked to pray and he said no. And I thought, okay, maybe he, he, you know, I I don't know. Um, Maybe he's just, you know, I didn't know what faith or what. I just didn't know. I just, um, so anyways, so he goes, I saw the glory of God fall on the runway. And he said, of all the evil in the world, it's so clear to me now that God has chosen you. You are like family to me now. That's amazing. And it's crazy because the Lord encounters him and shows him his glory that falls on the runway, right? And actually at that show, the glory cloud was so thick. Sean, when I walked out for the finale walk, I could I couldn't even see the audience. The <laughs> glory cloud. Yeah, yeah, literally. I'm serious. <laughs> we did not have fog machines, Whoa. but it was so thick. The glory cloud was so That's thick. Amazing. And um but yeah, and so um, this man who was our guest at our show is now a dear friend and mentor to me. Wow. Um, yeah, and he has opened so many doors in this industry for me as well because he, um, he, saw, the he God. saw the glory of God. That's right. And I think that's amazing because you see it in the Bible with people towards Jesus or people towards the prophets where when they would get opened up to what was on their life, they couldn't help but like say, here's my influence. Yeah. Here's what I have. and. And it's so beautiful. It's what it should be. It's that we should be opening up the gates of heaven and, and the hearts right. of people to God. So talk about some of the stuff you're working on right now because you're working on quite a few projects. You have animation. You have jewelry. You have Talk about, like, what are you building? Um, it's a really exciting time for us right now, Sean, because we are really expanding not only in audience but in product as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just finished writing our very first Nancy Vu children's book. That's amazing. Um, it's how um, we use our fashions to tell the story about identity. Um, and um, so I'm excited. Um, we're having our fashions actually animated. That's awesome. So it's it's it's. So gonna this is going to be a series or a movie. Uh, right now, it's for our first children's book, but we yeah. have more plans once. So um, the illustration the first... that's beautiful. Yes, that's yes. going to be awesome. I think that's so profound because then you're telling the story. So girls who get the fashion will be like, I know what this means. Yes. Yeah, so actually, so I'm super excited because the Lord is asking me to write these children's book. Um, so we are using our fashion platform, but we're writing these stories in such simple truths that release kingdom principles in such a very simple way that the world can receive it regardless of your faith. Cause yeah. at the end of the day, it's expanding the kingdom of love. Yeah. So and yeah. as far as fashion, you mentioned earlier that because I, I've known about the children's fashion and then I saw some moms and daughters yes. together. So I knew you had women's fashion, but you also said men's fashion. So what's on your slate over the next two years for fashion? Um, so we are going to continue to grow the mommy and me. Um, we are also going to expand our men's wear. Um, we actually did uh, a men's fashion week um, in New York already. And um, I'll share with you later. One of my favorite stories happened at men's New York fashion week where there was someone who was supernaturally healed well you gotta tell us now okay. tell us. that's amazing um so um this was a charity show we were doing um we have a nonprofit, this house of vu um and so i was we the story of a little child came to me he had cancer his dream was to be a football player mm. and dad was coach um they were devastated because doctor said no more football so the story came to me so i invited him to come and model for us Believing oh, that so God cool. was going to do something. Like how old was this? He was about 11 years old. Okay. So he came and modeled for us. And we invited um, um, NFL players to come and to model for us. Um, that season, Stephen Johnson, Tyra Taylor even, was there. I like, dress them with their huge bodies. I know. Well, in this, <laughs> and um, we had a couple of uh, vests and um, our local t-shirts they were wearing. So I had instructed um, 
them to walk with this child um it was kind of like a v formation yeah. and i and i told the child this is not a regular catwalk i want you to go out there i want you to have fun and i want you to shine this is about you and um and then i had the um the athletes like basically copy him so it was kind of like they were his bodyguards it was just That's the coolest awesome. thing anyways he had so much fun such a awesome experience and he also um received some such a gift from the lord Two weeks later, the dad goes on social media and says he is now cancer-free. Oh, so And awesome. I believe that it's the promises that the Lord has given. And he has said, if you would partner with me in this through fashion, you will see healing come. You will see wow. these things happen. And just like I mentioned the handkerchief of Paul, yeah. um, you know, how that brought healing. I believe that clothing can bring healing. Yeah. It brings identity. Yeah. It brings healing. That's right. So talk about that a little bit for those who are watching and they say, where's the, uh, we described it a little bit, but where's the place of fashion in the kingdom? There's probably some people who are watching or saying, I always had a dream of that, but I never thought that was real. Or others who are watching who said, I discounted clothes. I don't even care about clothes. Right. I don't, you know, talk about fashion. Well, you know, I actually, interestingly, I got a text, um, a message a while back ago from a complete stranger. And she said, I just recently read your story and I was so compelled. I need to share with you something. And she said, I've always had the dream of um, going into fashion, but as a child, I was taught that it's vain and yeah. that it is not of God and God is nowhere in the fashion industry. Therefore, I did not pursue the fashion, wow. but I happen to come to one of your fashion shows in support for one of my clients. Okay. And when I saw your show, something stirred my spirit. And I knew that there was something greater. There was something about your, your, your fashion that was not like any other. So I went home and I researched you and who you are and what the brand stands for. And I found your story. Now I believe that God is wow. in fashion. She got a sign. Yes. And, and yeah. so she goes, so I went back to my mom and I told my mom, mom, do you believe that God can be in fashion? She again said, no, God is not in fashion. I showed her your work. And wow. she has changed her mind. Now I want you to know that I am pursuing fashion. Yes. So, so I mean, when you look in the Bible and how many of the garments were important, yeah. both in Old and New Testament, even Revelation 19, when Jesus is going to inherit his bride, when John saw her and it says she was clothed with a garment. Right. Who made the garment? Yes. Who made that garment? And I think of your work when I think of her garment because it... It's, it was so stunning to John when he saw her in her full radiance. Yeah. Like Jesus, what he paid a price for at the end of the age. When he saw her, he fell down. He was like, no, I can't. I can't even write about it. It's too awesome. Yeah. And so I think there's these moments in fashion that are going to come where God wants to use Christians to define identity. And one of the ways, one of the biggest ways we define identity is what we wear and yeah. how we wear it. And it defines people who have insecurity and rejection, but also people who have royalty and love. Yeah. And that's so important. So I'm so glad you're doing this. I'm so glad you're in the fashion industry. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me, Sean. It's We're been so such glad. a pleasure. Well, some of you are watching this and this has been a real stretch for you. And you're just thinking, wow, I've never thought about this before. And I want you to just really pray into how you participate as a normal person with fashion. Maybe there's certain things that God wants to show you about yourself through what you wear and what you bring into your house and what you bring onto your body. It's so important. Others, you might be watching this and saying, I am getting so much permission to pursue fashion. And maybe it is Etsy. It's not couture. It doesn't matter what it is. But I want to encourage you to take on a journey with God. And if you've had judgments or you've had even thinking this is not spiritual, this is not, maybe this is vanity, or maybe this isn't something that God cares about. I want to challenge you today by this show because you're hearing a different story. You're hearing the testimony of what God is doing and wants to do. This isn't a human effort. This is God. He's established an industry that he wants to have a throne on. And some of you are going to help establish that. But some of you today need to come into a renewed mindset over this. And I'm sure glad you watched today. Thank you so much for being a part of our show. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Exploring the Industry. We're believing that God's going to change the world through the entertainment industry. And we want to invite you into the conversation. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell to this podcast. Also visit us at bowlsministries.com where you're going to find tons of resources to help you on your spiritual journey.